0: Come to hell.
1: <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Jersey Shore Musicians Podcast. I'm Matt. That's Jeff. Hello. And tonight we got the Antoine Poncelet Project. Band, that's yeah. it. Oh, you're so close. Go I was
2: close, I, thing tried. Thing. I tried, I <laughs> tried. <laughs> that's heard it, much we're done, <laughs> forget it. Now there's been a lot of manipulation, We so. <laughs>
0: <laughs> probably get that a lot,
1: no? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> project has a good ring to it, though. <laughs> we thought um, it was too close to the Alan Parsons thing. That's right, yeah. Uh, the that's... Alan Parsons project. Nice. <laughs> so how are we doing tonight? Great. Find the place all right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, So why don't you tell us a little backstory on the band, how you guys got
2: started? Sure. Well, let's see. In the midst of the pandemic, I found myself without my long-term band, Precious Bones. Um, A couple tragedies kind of ended the band, so we really couldn't go forward anymore. But I still had this kind of a backlog of songs that I had written over the years in different projects that I never really got to explore And, you know, I really wanted to get back out there. So I kind of put out a distress call to a lot of local, you know, friends and bands see who was available and wanted to, you know, just kind of explore this with me. And Pete was one of the first people to reach out and said, Mm -hmm. you know, he's from the Vigilante Cowboys, but um, he was like, oh, I really like your style. And, you know, I'll let's try something different and then just kind of. Tumbled from there, and almost three years later, we have a great lineup and you know, recordings and singles coming out and shows. So, very nice. Yeah, how, many, how, many members, <laughs>
0: how many members in the band? We um, the
2: alternate
3: a little bit. Uh, I think the core band is about six. Yeah, we have a six member band. So, it's obviously it's Antoine, myself, our bass player, Mark McClemens, who is in several different bands. Um, we have a drummer. Current drummer is Eddie Enzyme, who was known for <clears throat> playing with Glenn Danzig. As he's starting out, he's also been in uh, Fahrenheit Four Hundred and Fifty One, and know, he's been around the block a few times. And then US we have Chaos. Our, yeah, U.S. Chaos is a well-known New Jersey punk band, so it's had some little bit of legendary status in that respect. And then of course uh, we have Santos Menendez on keys, and then his uh, his soon-to-be wife Dina, uh, who sings backup and you know tambourine and you know. And kind of also does our website, so that helps. <laughs> awesome.
0: That's awesome. So, uh, soon to be wife in the band, yeah, yeah, Isn't that yeah. like almost like sacrilegious or something like that.
3: <laughs> they love each other, man. No,
0: yeah. that's that's super cool. I mean, yeah. We've
2: explored so many classic rock cliches, we thought we'd throw this other one into
0: the mix. Oh, yeah. awesome. <laughs> man, you, you nailed it right there, yeah. you know. Jeez. exactly. So, so yeah. um, is there any like releases that you guys have done? Is there a studio? Albums, singles, EPs, something in the works?
3: Yeah, well, we just just put out a single. Okay. It's on on Spotify called April. That was the first song that we just did there. Mm -hmm. And uh, the B-side is a cover of Roxy Music's Virginia Plain. And uh, then we have other singles coming up. Actually, what you probably heard on tape is... uh, the second one strange violence that's going to come out in a few months okay. and then um we the third one we didn't do but uh song called dry man and then actually the other one we just did because we you know as we tape three songs that also, that's gonna be another upcoming single we were fortunate enough to record excuse me um nine songs and we're just gonna kind of slowly put them out as singles and then eventually we'll be compiled into a couple of eps and then Maybe throw that together with, you know, certain B-sides or mm-hmm. live recordings. So, you know, I mean, I, I've been around the block a few times, and I know that back in the day you put out a whole album, and some bands still do that, but I think we're looking at a slightly more short attention span world. And, uh, <laughs> well, we
1: talk about it all the time. Since since COVID, the whole putting out an album thing has kind of stopped. hmm it's more singles based, yeah. And so then at the end, you're, you know, your album is just a collection of the singles, right?
3: Out. Which is actually that's that dates back to the fifties. Like our grandparents, their great grandparents would have it like that. Like a guy like Nat King Cole put out a single, and they put out a couple of them, and then in a year he put out the album with all those singles. Back oh, then so, they put out
1: double albums.
3: Well, right. that but that was like the seventies. I'm talking yeah. like what we're doing. What, what's happening now is actually. That's for you musical historians in the audience, so that's a. Uh, It's it's really gone back to like you know seventy odd years ago. You know, singers or bands would put out a couple of songs and then they compile them to our album. Mm -hmm. And that's 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 what we're doing now. So, uh, thing falling on you again? A little bit. So I think that's what we're doing. But uh, you know, I mean, it's we were fortunate enough to be able to record what we did because uh, we're so awesome that we won second place at uh, Battle of the Bands in Carteret. And we, oh, we, uh, we got a little bit of prize money, and uh, use that to awesome. finance the recording. That's so, awesome. Yeah. Very good.
0: And where are you guys recording this at?
3: We well, we did. Rec- we 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 have been recording at up at uh, Studio Six Hundred okay. and Fifty uh, uh-huh. in in uh, Hazlet. It's the home to um, John Caspi and the First Gun. Okay. Do you know those guys? No, yeah, I'm not too familiar. Well, but. well they're
1: it's
3: still playing up in. They, John Caspian, the first gun. Yeah,
1: Pete,
3: you play guitar? Oh, oh yeah, I'm the guitar player, yes. Hey,
1: John, yeah. Pete, uh, Pete. Uh, oh, Pete Yeager, right, yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, he lives around here, duh. Yeah, Pete Yeager lives around here. Yeah, that's right. I'm sorry, my name's Pete, too, so I messed up. Being an egotistical musician, I didn't think of the other Pete. Oh, uh, the only Pete like, you know, in the world. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, it's that only child thing. I'm just a little bit blind sometimes. No, but honestly, yeah, Pete Yeager's in that band, you're right. He's he a great dude. He's a great guy, yeah, so he's in that band. And uh, they rehearse up there. You know, That's their, that studio is where they rehearse. But uh, Doug, their bass player, is also has a recording studio there. And we've recorded there. And all the all the songs that are going to be coming out have been recorded to that studio. Cool. Very good. Yeah. And
0: what was the process like? Are you guys, like, one of those ones that, like, click track and, yeah. you know, process this, process that, well, kind of go in and <laughs> try to get as live feeling as possible?
2: Yeah, the idea was to have... An early '70s sounding okay. record, so yeah. we all mostly played live, and yeah. then you know just did some overdubs.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, the guitar, uh, the drummer that we played with on the recordings was uh, Justin Wright, and that kid He's is awesome. like a metronome. Nice. So it really, was almost like playing to a click track. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you know, basically, we did. I think most of the rhythm in a day or two.
3: Yeah, we were pretty well prepared because we had been playing with Justin a year prior. And uh, he's, he's in two other bands. He's in, um he's in Meteor Police. And then he's also in this band called and When. And they're, you know, they, they play around Asbury and down this way. Uh Sean in uh, Meteor Police is also in this hardcore band called Vessels.
1: They've been on here. yeah. So I'm sure. I was at so, their show the other day. Right. <laughs> so yeah, so they're good guys.
3: They're, they're very much into the poor man. Like, yeah, they're, they're very much of that whole scene and vibe. So, you know, um you know, everybody kind of knows everybody. If you, if you play music long enough. And uh, we were fortunate enough to have Justin at the beginning of this band. And, uh, you know, he he played with us up until this past summer, the summer before, and uh, at the end of the summer. And then, you know, we that's where we got Ed, and Ed's been with us since. But uh, he was with us long enough to lay down these awesome drum tracks of his. I mean, I've never had, you know, I've played with a lot of people, but he was fun as hell to play with. Because not only was he like a metronome, but he's a young kid and he knew like he knew like stuff that was old when I was a kid, you know, I mean like seventies stuff was old when you know, not trying to give away my age, but it's just <laughs> but it's just, you know, like you just tell him, play this beat like that and he'd do it and it'd be like, The hell, who are you? I mean, mm-hmm. how do you well, how do you cool. know this? I mean, mm-hmm. like <laughs> it was I I and I've played with a few guys, but he, he was super fun to play with and so when we got the chance to record, he laid, He went in there the night before, set up his kit, and then we all went in the next day, laid down the rhythm tracks, and it was solid. And, you know, when you, when you go check out our track online, you will see how solid it sounds. But, you know, Ed's great, too. He brings a lot of experience to the table, and, you know, he's fun to play with as well. Um, but, you know, in terms of the recording process, getting back to your question... Uh, you know he he was great, and then that made my job easier when I had to go do overdubs, because I live close by. I live in Madawan, and the studio's mm-hmm. in Hazlet, so it's next door. Oh yeah. So yeah. when I so when I had to go over during the week to lay down rhythm or or lead parts, you know I had a solid bed to to work on. That's mm-hmm. great. Yeah,
0: that's it usually makes it nice and moving quickly. Uh-huh. Yeah um how about like uh vocally and stuff like that was it challenging to be in a studio where it's not like you know all eyes are on you and you hear the 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 one note that will piss you off for the rest of the world you know like your time no um and again it went
2: really well when i went down uh i think again i did everything in almost one day maybe two days
3: well, mostly one longer. day. Yeah, I I <laughs> I thought you could have done a tiny bit more, but 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 you know the thing is that like with this band is that I'm the guy that lives in Monmouth County. Everybody else lives, and Justin lives down this way, but everybody else in the band's up north, and so I think we were trying to, we were very well rehearsed. So, but we were trying to do. But I think you know he's concerned of trying to not make a lot of trips and and just trying to get everything done as quickly as possible without sacrificing quality, you know, mm-hmm. so...
0: Well, that's... Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. never so sacrifice quality.
3: You know, yes, <laughs> we're <laughs> alluding to. Too. So,
2: we did my vocals in the studio, mm-hmm. and then, you know, several members of the band do backup vocals, so that's kind of what Pete's saying is, you know, it was impossible to, you know, after we had done everything to get everybody kind of going back down there, just right. to do that. And then, as a little surprise here and there, we have some of the finest singers in the scene too, as well, doing some backup vocals. So we ended huh. up, you know, doing all this vocal work for months after we, the initial recordings, <laughs> um, going back and forth with people's home studios where they were,
4: you know, sending <laughs> yeah. tracks
0: back and forth. Yeah, getting,
3: that that yeah, took yeah. way longer than the initial process, right. which I was starting to get a little annoyed. It was like, <laughs> it's like we spent, we did 90% of the record. Oh, oh I mean, I'm at all the tracks, but thinking like old school, like the whole, the record Mm -hmm. and like, you know, two, like in about a month. And then we're taking forever to do the, like the last 5%. What, 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 what's, because we were, we were asking friends of ours to like um, to do background vocals for certain songs. So on one song we uh, had this one uh, singer uh, do background vocals and we had a tower and she lives all the way In East Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania. So she's not going to come down to Mm -hmm. Hazlitt. So we told her what to do. She did it, and she shipped it in. And then another person, Mm -hmm. this um, this girl, Lana, from... uh, Don't give away away our secrets. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't see it. This other person (laughs) shipped it in from her studio and Mm -hmm. so on. And so that took a little while to coordinate, because, you know, you got to herd cats. You know, like... uh, but I think it worked out really well in the end. So. Yeah.
0: Well, that's you know, at the at the end of the day, that's all about yeah, it. I mean,
2: exactly. I mean, but though
1: that that mm. way is it's less effort all around, mm. but it just takes longer. Yeah. This person's got to get it, and then they got to do it, and then mm. they got to send it back, and it just it just takes a little
2: longer. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I think we learned a good lesson, but yeah, like I said, I'm completely blown away by every contribution everyone made. It's beautiful songs. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's great. And that's the that's thing, a, so you don't want to sacrifice that. <laughs> yeah.
0: But uh all right, so we're completed. When's this thing gonna be fully out? Is it mm. dripping out? Is well,
2: it, yeah, yeah, I mean like Pete said, the initial plan since we're still I consider us a newer band, mm-hmm. um, in order to build up more of a following and listeners, and to kind of harken back to, you know, like I said when the Yardbirds or the Stones and even the Beatles had you know, a couple singles out before they would put on an album. Um, you know, Chuck Berry, they all did Elvis, yeah. that kind of thing. And then there's more, you can just focus more on the songs. That's what, we, my old band that I was talking about, in the beginning of COVID, after being together for 10 years, we had finally put on an album that, you know, cost a lot, took a lot of time. And just because of the situation, not being able to play and different things, it um, kind of went, unnoticed and all the effort that we put in to promote it you know was just focused on one thing and then just you know naturally the way people are it's like mm-hmm. well after a month it's no longer new so this way you know we're always having something new coming out every couple of months gotcha. for a while and like i said just to kind of give more focus and attention on the particular song itself instead of you know here's this thing where you might loss over, or it's too much to take in at once. Yeah,
1: you don't want to give them too much at one time, you want to give them a little bit and just keep them exactly. a more. Mm-hmm.
2: And I think the way these songs are, they all almost wouldn't really fit on an album. There's a lot of different styles and approaches to things. So it, I think when they do, are all out, and we can put them together, it almost will sound like a greatest hits, which I think will be funny. Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, that's
0: good. And it's almost like the shotgun approach is, I think, more of a... Um, an appealing work of mm. art versus just like, oh, we're going to play this style like right. this for 12 songs. Mm. You know? Yeah, I mean, That's... we grew up,
2: well, you know, coming home you know, from the record store and having the time and attention span to sit through a 40 minute, you know, double sided thing and, mm-hmm. you know, read through every lyric and pour over the art. And, you know, now it's just kind of. Oh, this showed up on a playlist. Let me check this out. And, you know, oh, we we cool talk video. about it on
1: here all the time. That, that nobody listens to an album anymore. Mm. Nobody, right. like just like nobody goes to see a show. Mm-hmm. They go out and see the one band they want to go see, mm-hmm. and then they're right back out the door. The intentions right. bands are gone, mm-hmm. completely gone. Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. yeah that's you know, the, the TikTok generation, you know. Where <laughs> <laughs> you got thirty yeah. seconds. Have a great time. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, that's great. <laughs> We talk about it so much. I just want to be like, yeah, fuck everybody, right. <laughs> fuck all of you, me mm-hmm. up uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, that's great. So, any shows coming up or
3: Well, this Sunday we're in. We're going to be doing the Highland Park Porch Fest up on Highland Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be, I guess you. We have we have two versions of their band, so we have a full version of the band with the rhythm section. I think this version is going to be what we call the semi-plugged version where we have, we don't have the drummer but we have like a percussionist coming in. So it's a little a little more of a rearrangement. So that's Highland Park and that's uh, this Sunday, uh, May 21st. And then the... Fl- this won't be out for two weeks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we played this great show in Highland Park. Man, was it was awesome! It was phenomenal.
1: I'll leave coming. it in there I'll, I'll, leave, <laughs> I'll leave it in there for the plug but.
3: that damn show was awesome Now, <laughs> and then after that we're going to play uh, we're going to play up north again at uh, on June 22nd at uh, Jimmy's and Carney so uh, the bar reminds me I don't know like some of you, re- some of you may get this reference uh, of Archie Bunker's place because it's some little corner bar in the middle of Hudson County like you know and so it's but they have all these good shows so we're going to play, play that with with Painters and what's the other band I'm um, not sure okay, It's Thursday It's Thursday June 22nd With Painters It's a gothic Post-punk night mm-hmm. And then we're gonna Play again Again the semi-plugged Version So there's the Full band version And the semi plug Version We're playing there Two days later At Jamie's again And then um, Is that through Poor man I
1: know he does A lot of stuff up No there. No, no like it's
3: that? not through Like Trashly Production Oh
4: alright
2: And the I think the one on Who's putting that up Do you know the Record Keeper That band Juliana from that band is putting together the show on the twenty fourth.
3: But yeah, and then we have shows. Um, then we have shows coming up in the fall. So we're going to be playing all the way up north. We had a show at Prohibition uh, last at the beginning of the month, but that got canceled due to um, circumstances beyond our control. I don't know, but it's getting rescheduled to September sixteenth, uh, Prohibition River up in Nyack. and then September 29th with the Azures. At, uh, at Red Tank, and then uh, then finally, the the very last one we have until we book others is uh, Pinos in uh, in Highland Park again. So we don't really, you know, I mean, you know, we're mostly North Jersey based in Central. So it's you know, I guess the closest we come to is Red Bank or 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 you know or we're, we're working on a chubby pickle show, but we're trying to get further south, you know but yeah, we're, but we got a lot of shows coming and we're trying hard and I think you know I, I, as somebody who lives in Monmouth County, even though the northern end of it, I you know I like coming down here and I think you know any band that's from New Jersey, they always want to come down the shore. you know they always want to be a part of it because it's where people like to go see bands. Even now, even with the short attention span that we all complain about, I always think that this part of the state, is still a place where people like to see bands.
1: See, we, we come across all the time where, from the place I was just referring to, Asbury, all the way down here to Seaside. You're, I'm going to say, conservatively, 80 to 85% cover bands are tribute bands. Right, you know, I understand that. Original music has no place in any of those places. Right. And if it does, it's underground and DIY. Right. And there's, the pockets are very few and far between. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Like we were talking to one guy, uh, uh can't remember what band it was. Uh Might have been Burnt Tavern, but name one venue in Ocean County, the entire county. Name one music venue. You can't because there's not one in the entire county.
3: Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, Jenks is like the nerds. You go see the friggin nerds, and the they're game. a cover band. Yeah, right. Yeah, I know. I, I, I remember them. Well. Oh yeah, I would say,
1: but like, you used to have like Joey Harrisons. Mm-hmm. That's not there anymore. Oh, the yeah. Sawmill. That they don't do bands anymore. Yeah. It's, it's, there's nothing. Mm-hmm. It's nothing. It's it's it sucks, mm-hmm. but it's just the way it is. Even Asbury's yeah. mostly cover bands and tribute bands at this point.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Somewhat, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, same I up mean, north too. It's like I think what it is like, you know, like where cool. I am, like you know, you have Red Bank, and they they will book uh, original stuff or it's covered. I mean, it's it depends. Like I got to them because I was going to see. One of the cover bands that was there, but they'll, but because they're a brewery and they're not, they'll do that. Or chubby pickle, chubby pickle kind of picked up a little bit where um, the Brighton left off, (laughs) and so they'll take chance. But the thing about what's good about the chubby pickle is that they have a built in crowd because they're basically a sports bar that'll just put bands on, which in a way is great because it's low risk because they don't they're not going to lose if if some band's doing whatever. But you know, I mean, they're conscious of who they book. But it's not; they're not depending on them. They're 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 showing the games and they're serving the food and it's good stuff. And then if you play, you play, and that's cool. And sometimes that place is almost better than a rock venue because you know you do your thing and it you know what whatever works out, whatever works out. That's just my take on that. Um, but yeah, it, it. But you know what? I think it's always hard. You know, it's like when you want to play your stuff. And not just play whatever's on the radio. I think the
1: breweries would be more into it. Yeah, but the way they the way the laws work for the state now is it's kind of anytime cool. they have a band play or do anything, it's an event, and right. they have to register every event uh, they have with the state. That's and they're the thing. only allowed to have so many events per year.
3: Right. Yeah. And I I think well, which is what worked out for us because we had played um, Red Tank last summer we did okay and then we because of that i was able to build on us playing there you know last month and we we you know we we played with um john Caspi and we also played with this band the dream of when and all you know two local favorites and we're good and we brought a ton of people and because and that then it's like any other bar well my band played and we brought a crap load of people well that means you can book us again
1: I mean in did the end, we, that's all they care about right if you right. made the money
3: did you did we make the money? Did yeah. people drink a buttload of beer? Yeah and yes and the answer to that question is yes therefore you can get to go back again. So <laughs> even though they're a brewery and not a bar, which uh, there's a very thin line in that definition but <laughs> I mean they're serving alcohol you know they no, they're, yeah. they're, 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 they're hosting a, they're hosting an event and they're serving alcohol and but we're not allowed el-
1: to serve food either. No, I, I, I know, I know. I <laughs> There's wish a lot could. of weird things when it yeah. comes to breweries.
3: I, I wish they could, but whatever. People were ordering pizza and it was getting delivered. Yeah, you're going to have
1: food brought in from outside, but they can't serve it in-house. Right. Oh, I great. know, I, I wish they, they can could. have a food truck in the parking lot, but they can't serve it in-house. Yeah, right. I
3: know. It would be great if it was a taco truck right, parked right down the street. I'd be totally into it. Yeah, but, um,
1: our events that we're doing at American right. Brewery. Yes. <laughs> We're gonna. um, Hopefully, my good friend of mine is gonna bring down his barbecue truck, and we're gonna have. You know, it's gonna be. It's gonna be good time.
3: That would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah. But but you know what? I think the funny thing is, despite those crazy crazy rules, I think that that particular uh, establishment is kind of helping because because again, if you're a band, whether you're a cover band or you're uh, an original band, if you can get people to the venue, and you can get them to spend money to buy your alcohol product and you do it often enough, you will come back. It's magic folks. You know, (laughs) you know, but, and, and so, you know, I think that's just what it is, you know? And so, um, I, I think that, you know, for some bars, I get it. They got to make money. So it's better to hire the cover band, Oh yeah. You know, and well there's a
1: few like I said, it's few and far between the places that'll actually accept original music. Right. And, uh-huh. So those few places that will do it, we kinda gotta get in there and yeah. set the hooks in and make it home. Right. right? Exactly. And then and then build it from there and use that as the example of look what we did here, mm-hmm. we can do this for you.
3: Right. And that's great. You know, if you can if you can pull that off, fantastic, you know. The problem is nobody even who
1: not many people go to shows anymore. Uh-huh. Like you got to beg people to come see you all right but you know you what know? though
3: I, I I'll say this and that's you're not wrong and
1: that's just because everybody's so busy It's not even like they don't want to it's just most people don't have the time to
3: yeah I know i but I always but you know again I you're not wrong and but I always felt that that was I've been playing in bands for a long time and that was always an issue I mean it's not what we're complaining about I could have had the same conversation 20 years ago.
1: A young man's game yeah you know when i was a young kid i spent every weekend at birch hill
3: right every oh, yeah. weekend
1: didn't matter who's playing i was there mm-hmm. you know wow. and now not so much
2: right <laughs> yeah i was like oh, what vfw hall should we haunt well this that's week? that's the thing yeah. we talk about too is the mm-hmm.
1: is the the vfw hall type shows and mm-hmm. the diy kind of shows they're making a comeback right because right. the, the the bigger houses aren't they're not doing it anymore or the bands don't want to have to sign a contract saying they're going to guarantee you 100 tickets. And, and right. if they show up with any less, it's coming out of their pocket, you know?
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah And every video or anything I've seen of a house show or VFW show, you know, they're packed. People are dancing, having so much fun.
1: Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, a it's, so it's, much it's a different yeah. environment, mm. yeah. It's definitely cool, though. Mm. Like, like, poor man. I, I know I've known Mike for... Long time. Long, right. We've been playing the bands and okay, and then stomp out too. I know. I know Jay. I've right. known Jay since we were little kids. Okay. we're gonna actually have them on the podcast soon mm. together. Jay and Mike should be a good one. Oh nice. <laughs> we'll see how that one goes. <laughs> right. Should be interesting to say the least. Yeah, yeah. No. Hey.
3: You know. It's yeah. Yeah. I mean. Again. You know that. And I think that's the thing. Like. You say it's a young man's game; these house shows, and it's true. It's been like that for gosh.
1: I'm just saying, being in a band in general, mm-hmm. and being trying to be successful as a band, it's a young man's game because you got to hustle. Oh yeah.
3: Yeah, no, I know. I I guess maybe it's because I don't watch enough sports, but it's <laughs> I don't I don't know. You know what? I've I, I enjoyed doing this. You know, at the end of the day, you know, it is a young man's game. You're right. You have to hustle, but you you have to enjoy it. You know, I I like. Doing this, oh yeah, yeah. And it's like, I'm just
1: stating based on the fact that the older you get, the more uh-huh. responsibilities you have, oh, and sure. the less you can commit right. to being a musician and playing uh-huh. out, and you know, like, oh, I can't play that show; I got to go to my kid's recital. You know,
3: right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think, I think Antoine and I, yeah, you know, I, 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 I have a kid, but my kid lives on the West Coast with her mom, so I don't have that immediate responsibility. He has a child, but he's. Uh, you know, he sees his kid on weekends. So some of our scheduling is based on the availability. Yeah. Um, Not to mention,
1: once you get once you get in, you know, jobs and all that involved, the older you get, the harder it is. To, right. Like, you got a six-person van. you got to get six schedules oh, yeah. to align, no, which sometimes is really fucking hard. No, exactly. It that's is. why
2: we had
3: to kind of,
2: you know, shuffle Piece, around yeah, a bit. Piecemeal stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah like,
3: so that, yeah, like, I'm sorry. Oh, that's right. No, like, that's why, like, for example, when we do this, um, when we're going to be doing this, um, porch fest we're going to do i call we call it the semi-plugged in other words our drummer can't make it and uh but we have me him and our uh, keyboardist and our backup Ooh. singer because they live together they're going to be married and then we have a guy playing percussion and then possibly a bass player so we're that's a different configuration plus it's kind of like you know in a me- in a, in a metal- or setting. It allow us to play, like, say, a coffee house, you know, where it's, yeah, where that's because you're, you're always going to have that quasi acoustic set setup. That's always that's always a, a, an option, and I think that's a good option for us because our songs aren't two and a half minute pop punk songs about, oh my girl didn't left me, I'm only twenty two. You know, we don't yeah. sing that, so <laughs> I think our songs are a little more larger in focus, and dare I say, a little more classic rock sounding. And I think it fits in that environment as well as a, a big rock environment. Well, that's why we
1: do what we do here. I mean, mm-hmm. one is acoustic; is it's easier to get in, record it, and right. get out. This has right. nice to set up. Right. But it also, when we bring a band, in, especially if we bring in like a real heavy band, mm-hmm. it's a challenge right. for them to have to take what I, they I, have and I, com- I, convert it down and right. simplify it enough to make it sound good as an acoustic song with one player.
3: I mm-hmm. saw Full on Empty, and I know that singer. He's a good guy. He's Dan Caputo, <laughs> me. Yeah, he's good guy. You no, know, he's a good guy. He's yeah. yeah I've, no, he, when the, when the bright, I caught it. I caught him uh, when the right before the Brighton closed, and you know he has that you know, he, he has that um, that Alice Chain style voice, yeah. and it you know, and so. But then you hear him
1: play with Negative Sky, and he's screaming his head off, and you're uh, like, "Whoa!" You know. Well, no, he's a
3: talented vocalist. My point is that his that band, you know, full on Empty in an acoustic setting, they're similar to Alice in Chains in the sense that it, it can translate to a large sound. Or it can translate to an acoustic Yeah, or it can
1: simplify down and maybe just that quiet and, little. And I and you I yeah, a trio. that was one of
3: the tra- yeah, it's one of the tracks I checked out before I came. And I was like, oh yeah, this is great. Yeah, we did you a know, music yeah.
1: video for them for one of their songs. Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, me and Dan go way back.
3: Yeah, oh, cool. he's he's a good guy. You know, it's yeah. like yeah.
1: I don't know if you, you ever hear like, useless the band useless. Yeah. No, I was in that band for like 13 years. We, oh, okay. we played many, many shows together. Oh, okay, we had many shows, right? And then we realized that stoner and doom rock just don't flow around here. <laughs> so I was really, yeah. This, we were like the only band. I mean, like, we this never is like we never fit on a bill ever. Mm. We were always with like a punk rock band right. or like a thrash metal band, and we were always, no matter what we did and who we played with, we were always. Mm the odd man out because we were because, like we, very we, corrosion conformity caius you mm. know that that vein
4: yeah. yeah
3: right but i mean like this is the area that well years ago that um you know monster magnet came out of i would think keyword that years ago <laughs> i understand that <laughs> but i'm just saying that you would have somewhat of a fan base that likes that would Oh, they just go to Monster Magnet, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, no, Monster <laughs> Magnet just plays overseas in Germany because I just
1: well, say, with trying to find other bands to play with, right? There's right, not right. many bands like there's not, we maybe came across one or two right. in New Jersey that are mm-hmm. in our vein, and it was like it, for us, we're all down here, like you know, right. Tom's River, Barnegat, and right. to get into that scene, we got to go up to like Dingbats, mm-hmm. you know, that area, right? So yeah. that's it's almost a two hour drive for us,
3: right? That's true, that's hard for you guys, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I was going to say that. That's where I'm from. <laughs> so, yeah, like, I, I'm the odd man. I mean, not counting the fact that we had Justin outside of him. I'm the only guy that lives in, well, I live in Matawan. So it's that's still central. So I'll I'll drive up to Reversal for an hour, but I'll do it because I like it. Oh, yeah. And I work from home. So it doesn't. Oh, we well, said we
1: traveled all over. We didn't yeah. care. But, right. you know, yeah. you can only go to one place so many times that's two hours away. And they complain that you don't right, right. bring anybody. But they don't recognize that you're driving two hours to get there. Right, you know,
2: yeah, but even even being in that area, and you know, I think it's, everyone's so diverse too. I don't think I've we've played a bill where there was another band that sounded like us. No, you, know, like you said it's so well, just I
1: mean, your singing style alone is oh, very, very unique. Thank you, thank you, yeah. But
2: uh, no, and you know, great bands never, you know, we played it, with some that were okay, but you know, mostly great, but like I said, nothing. Do you guys Even. ever play Dingbats? Yeah. My did. friend,
1: you know Michelle? Mm-hmm. That's one of my best friends. Oh, that's awesome. We go back to, like, like I mean, little kids. Sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah she's yeah. wonderful.
2: <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. We've had her on the podcast before.
3: Oh, cool, cool. Good, yeah. I mean, like, we're, we're planning a show there. Actually, there's this band called Our Marvelous Lives. They're a little older than us, and they used to be known as Max America, and we're planning a show with them at Dingbats. Okay. But I guess the thing is, like, I, I would agree with Antoine that, you know, like, our band, if you listen to us, uh we don't quite sound like we we're not a punk band technically and we're not even you know we we'll, we'll cover like a pop but you know we're not like pop punk you know we're not but we'll play with whoever i mean we play with the accelerators who's been around forever or but and we don't quite fit in with like emo bands or i mean we're we're i like this band because we're all our own unique entity yeah, and I think that's it becomes a melting pot. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's
1: some of the best stuff in my mind. Yeah, right. It's yeah. when you get those like five or six different styles, and they just kind of mm-hmm. meld right together. You yeah, know? Mm-hmm. like you, I, I, I heard. In your voice, there was two like two names that kept popping in my head that I can't remember. but I hear a little bit of Bowie,
2: I I hear Peter (laughs) Steele. Okay,
3: you
1: know you got that whole like typo effect, that dramatic Mm. effect in your voice. She
2: likes the dark.
1: Yeah, exactly, (laughs) exactly.
3: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, Bowie is a big influence on us and goth stuff, and then you know I Uh. and I think there's a like early some early punk and early garage and early psychedelic and there's a lot of as a guitar player it's fun because i i was always a Bowie fan as well that's one of the things we uh, connected on and you know i you know i saw the Cure in 89 with Love and Rockets and you know so i i just gave away my age but it's just you know just, <laughs> but i'm just telling you that like you know this we we have a lot of more diverse influences than your average four chord punk band oh yeah you know and i think I think bands original bands in Jersey I think you were speaking this in a moment ago sometimes have trouble because the original scene in Jersey is a lot of punk and a lot of like a lot of hardcore, art, yeah. A lot of hardcore. And that's always gonna be around. You know, that's they mean they like got
1: Asbury through the dark times. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right.
3: And that's yeah, and that's but it's I think that's always gonna be there. That's oh yeah. It. It's never gonna go away. Like I said,
1: when the venues throw it out, it goes back to that BFW DI Well they they
3: have you know what you know what books up you know what books on that stuff is the the basement of um, the Bond Street. Mm-hmm. Bond Street basement. Because I've been there a few times. Like I said,
1: there's small pockets of it, but it's it's very contained. Right. right. Yeah.
3: Yeah, and and you know, or sometimes the Wonder Bar will book um I know I don't I, I casually let's go, they'll book say a nervous trigger show. You know, I know I I kinda know that guy. You know they'll they'll occasionally book things here and there. The Azures played uh, Wonder Bar. You know, so like you say, there's pockets, yeah, but they're more
1: just like a straight rock and roll, which like we like movie. playing with. Yeah, yeah. which we yeah.
3: like. We actually like playing with them. We got to play with them at um, at this place up in Manville. Uh, I forgot what was the name of the place. Northside. Northside. Yeah, Northside. What's a little brewery? You know we we ended up on the bill of them and it was funny we liked them but at the same time like we also knew their influences so when she was reciting poetry we we loved her don't take it the wrong way but we were like we were kind of doing like patty smith morrison lines off of it like stone immaculate you know like it's just the way she was saying stuff were yeah, really heavily cool.
1: influenced by the doors mm. yeah heavily.
3: well yeah we were just you know me especially and i love them too like me and our keyboard player santos he can do the manzeric stuff where we're going to you go know, indians scattered on the highway like you know you know like yeah. just we we kind of like knew the line before she said the line you know it's like it was just even if it wasn't the exact same line we knew the line you know it's cool. Yeah, I got but you. uh but she's great. They they they're a great band. So all right,
1: well we're going to we're going to wrap it up here. Real quick, I just want to give a shout out to uh Lofadelic Records on Main Street in Belmore. They're one of our sponsors and our newest partner. Furkin Brewery. Great people, great beer and uh they're going to be letting us do uh two shows there this summer. Great. July 9th and September 3rd. They're pretty much booked up right now. We said we're only doing bands that come from the podcast, and if we can get these off the ground, get some people to attend, you know, we're going to get more. And then that's more. The more opportunities we get, the more opportunities we can hand out to people. That's awesome. Because as we've said on here multiple times, we we do this to help the bands because a lot of bands don't have the outlet they need. And Mm -hmm. granted, we're not huge, but if we can get you five new people to listen to. Oh, yeah, right. That's five people that weren't listening to you before. And mm-hmm. if you guys share this podcast with your fans, they're going to find potentially 30 other bands that we've had on here sure. that they've never seen before. And right. the more the bands help out, the more we help out, everybody just grows it as a community. It helps everybody.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, yeah. Definitely. You know, and, and a big shout out to Manaferking because they, they are really cool people. They love music, and they're, gonna, they're actually giving us a chance. They just pretty much handed me the keys and said, you got the whole right. day. You can do whatever you want. Right. And then you don't get that very much
2: anymore. No.
1: That's awesome. So. Uh, I really hope it
2: goes well. I so. Yeah. <laughs> I
1: hope you guys can come down. Like I said, July 9th. Oh, yeah. It's a Sunday definitely. afternoon. We're going to do it like, mm-hmm. like one to four, oh, one to five okay. and just oh, come right. down. It's great beer. Mm-hmm. Just okay. Ha- it's all going to be outside in their little beer gardens. So you just hang out, drink uh, some beers, wow. grab some food and. Sure. It'll be a good time. So well, we're going to leave it with this. We have definitely. the same question we ask every band that comes on here. If there is one singular thing, you could change about the music scene, the local music scene. Not this to lead to this to lead to this. Just one singular thing. What would it be and why?
2: change about the music scene. This one always stumps everybody, so don't don't feel bad.
1: (laughs) And we get some wild answers.
2: Mm. Um, I'd love to do away with any kind of pay-to-play.
1: That's that's, a a common one. Pay-to-play is good.
3: Um... I think that um I guess it's somewhere or any venue that books original bands don't have a cover because I think the reason that um that uh, Red Tank works is because you just walk in.
1: Yep, that's what we're doing at the Furkin. Uh-huh.
3: You know, and if you, you know, it, it's easy for me to tell my friends, "Hey, you know, we're playing this place. Just come in and check it out." And because you know, if they don't like it, then they didn't waste 10 15 bucks, yep. And they don't, they're not out, you know. They don't, you know, at the very least, they can, you know. So if there's no cover, and then you know, and I think there's no risk, you know, and then and I think that's what it is. So whether it's pay to no pay to play or no cover at an original venue, and I understand why, but but if you're a place, but if you're relying on a band to promote your venue. And your venue has no ambience whatsoever. Then what are you doing?
1: Yeah, like yeah. I said, our shows are going to yeah. be no cover, and I'm mm. every band that's playing. I'm going to walk around with a tip jar yeah, and just awesome. say, if you want to tip the band, tip the band. I right. can get a tank of gas to get home. And right at the end of their set, I'll hand them whatever they get during their set. And,
3: mm. yeah, or or you know, or if you're a band, you get a, maybe you get a set, not huge, small fee, like cause it, that, that way that they'll make money. You know, like Red Tank did a good job of paying everybody and not a lot but they paid everybody and we got drink tickets and it was fair and I yeah. think that's cool you know you don't have to that way nobody nobody everybody everybody won that day you know yeah that's what, no, was,
1: that's yeah. what, that's what we're aiming for so alright guys well thanks for coming out yeah, thank you so much for having us thanks Not a, and I tune in uh, tune in in two weeks for the next episode of the Jersey Shore Musicians
2: Podcast hello we're the Antoine Poncelet Band, and this is our debut single, April. One, two,
4: three, four. You drive me crazy, she said. I've always wanted you, but you're so cold. Reflection, frozen in his eyes As she stares down at the mark on her breast My head is burning, I can't say what I want to say All of my doors are closed, but she knew this was a lie Like promises in April and it an ends to time Promises of love and endless sight hear her words anymore. They mean nothing to him now. He's got his own little cross to bear. And April love means nothing to him now. She looked at him again like Mary
2: Strange
3: Violence Okay, ready? One, two One, two, three,
4: four I give her love And I give her blood I give her all I could be A soft body wrapped in silk, no sense of danger in the air. But I paid no mind to those telltale signs. say love is blind but us blind boys just don't care she seems so porcelain my sweet little girl but something changed within her Love is blind, us blind boys just don't care.
2: The song is called We Are Waves.
4: you